Are you an investigative professional? Did you know you can find the best private investigator resources using investigatorstoolbox.com? This resource community was built exclusively for licensed investigators and investigative professionals. You can network directly with members, educate yourself through free webinars and blogs, and even create your own customizable research library. Membership starts for as little as 49 cents a day. Download the Investigators Toolbox app or visit our webpage at www.investigators-toolbox.com. You guys have been hearing uh, for a long time about how much I love cross tracks, but now you're going to hear from somebody else. So we got George Gerges here. George is a member and a user of cross tracks. George, tell me real quickly what you love about cross tracks. The simplicity of using it and the ability to customize everything that you could do with cross tracks is awesome. It actually allowed me to take the way that I do my business and implement it into their system. And not only am I able to manage 10 or 15 cases, I'm able to manage 50 to 100 cases with the same effort. Fantastic. So Crosstracks, um, the case management system, they are SOC 2 certified. Basically, that's an encryption, really an upgrade. They're the only ones out there that are doing it. So please support this great sponsor that supports our show. Uh, check them out. The links are in the show notes. Crosstracks, if you're an investigator, you should be using them today. Welcome to this week's episode of PI Perspectives. We're happy to welcome Tina Thomas from Sabrosa Investigations. Sabrosa is a multi-state investigation company, and Tina holds several hats for the company. She's also the current president of NCISS. So please welcome Tina Thomas and your host, private investigator Matt Spare. And welcome everyone to this week's episode of PI Perspectives. This is Matt Spare, your host. Today, I'm, I'm honored to have a friend on the show here today, someone who I've served on a board with for quite some time and somebody who's got that same can-do attitude that I have that just like, if no one else is going to volunteer to do it, I'll do it. Uh, the only person I know who's who's uh, held multiple positions on the board. So I want to welcome Tina Thomas to the program. Tina, how are you? Thank you, Matt. I'm great. How are you? <laughs> good, good. So you're, uh, you were in Arizona, but you've relocated to Ohio, so you're a little closer to New York. Uh, your life has been pretty crazy these days. So uh, you work for Subrosa, which is a national investigation company. So tell me yeah. a little bit about your background. Yeah, so uh, I'm currently the director of investigations for Subrosa Investigations. I've been with Subrosa for about 10 and a half years. And um, yeah, like you said, we're headquartered in Arizona, which is where I've been um, up until recently. Uh, we've got an office in Illinois, Michigan. Uh, we're also licensed in Wisconsin and Indiana. We've got some crossover and uh, soon to be licensed in Ohio as well. Wow. Just getting um, it done, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, our Michigan office has a lot of uh, crossover, you know, with with uh, injury cases and whatnot to Ohio. And um, it's just gotten to a point where we just need to. Yeah, be licensed in Ohio as well. What, what's that like managing a big company like that um, you know, with all these multi-states and making sure everything's taken care of? What are some of the challenges you come across? Yeah, so we have a really good team and everybody takes a piece of it. So it doesn't fall on any one person. And um, it, we just all help each other out. So Brosa is kind of a fam. Well, not kind of, it is a family atmosphere. And, um, 
just everybody helps each other. And so we honestly just all work really well together. We don't have a ton of challenges. Um, I would say the biggest challenges would be when there's a three hour time difference between Arizona and the, the East coast, because right. Arizona doesn't change. Um, and so now there's a two hour time difference. So that's a little better, but right. you know, sometimes the guys are in the field and, you know, they need somebody to run a, a, a plate for them and it's, you know, <laughs> six o'clock in the morning. Right. Um, but we do have a team that starts early. So we've been able to kind of manage that and figure that out. Right. And would you say most of your, your contracts, your work, they, they can come on the insurance side or a little bit of both? Uh, yeah, we do a little bit of both. We do um, insurance, attorneys, some businesses. We also have a team uh, based in Arizona that does deep dive uh, comprehensive investigations for investment purposes. Mm-hmm. So they're all very friendly and consented to um And so we kind of have, you know, a litigation part of the house where we do anything litigation based, which is kind of where I sit and specialize in. We've got the uh, we've got a pre-employment division also based in Arizona and then the uh, due diligence team based in Arizona. So how have you seen Sabrosa grow in the last 10 years? Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's funny that you asked that because when I joined Sabrosa, I was the first person to join that wasn't an owner. Right. So there were four investigators. Uh, I became investigator five. We were only in Arizona. We were in a very small suite in Phoenix. We completely outgrew our suite and had to move um, upstairs. We were literally on top of each other when right we were in that suite and um then we eventually officially sent one of our investigators uh rick perez back to illinois because that's where uh the ceo dan perez is from Mm -hmm. Um, and we've always maintained our license there so we just had a lot of work there so we officially went back so that was office number two right and then we um we merged with uh, Jim Kelly out of Michigan uh, to be to open our Michigan office. So, I mean, we started with five people and we fluctuate around 20 employees. So right. and then we've got subcontractors that help us as well. So it's I mean, it's just huge. So typically, how do you find those subcontractors? Is it just through networking or do you run advertisement? Mm-hmm. How does somebody who wants to get get on the 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 path there with Sabrosa. How, how does that happen? Yeah. So, um, I've been very fortunate. I've been in this industry since, um, uh, 99, uh, and I've developed some really great contacts and friendships and, um, you know, faces get cases. Somebody told me, uh, <laughs> That sounds, like a George, that sounds like a George Gerges thing. So. It was uh, Don Talaganis told oh, me John. that. There you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> because, uh, but anyway, so going to conferences, uh, NCISS conferences, uh, local conferences in Arizona and Michigan, I've got to meet some great people. And of course, just, uh, you know, NCISS mm-hmm. has been incredible. Um, 
you know, the talent through NCSS has been great. And, you know, if I need somebody in uh, New Mexico or, uh, you know, Las Vegas, Nevada, I've got resources and, you know, it's, that's been nice because sometimes it's like, where do you start? Well, you start with the people that are part of a national professional association for, you know, your industry. And that tells you right there that they care about the professionalism and being part of that network. So that helps. Oh, absolutely. And and we've actually helped each other out. I've done some things for you yeah. in New York and you've helped me out in Arizona. So yeah, um, yeah we, we're, we're real walking testimonials here on the benefits of that. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely good. Um, and you, uh, obviously serve on the board of NCISS. Uh, I, I think you do. I'm, I'm pretty sure you do. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I'm the current president of NCISS, but yeah. I've served, um, the board for uh, six years or so. I was a uh, region director, uh, five for a while, which included Arizona, Utah, and a, a weird, you know, I think there's about 11, 12 states part of that, but I got to meet a lot of the um, presidents in in that region and and really grow my network and meet some great professionals that are very passionate about our profession. And, you know, that was, that was great. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've been on the board now, I think it's one and a half terms (laughs) I took over for somebody. Yeah who moved up midterm and then, then got elected uh, one time. And I, I've enjoyed it even from the first time, you know, when, when we would have hit the Hill, there would, there would be a board meeting and all members are encouraged to go sit in the board meeting. I came in early and said, mm-hmm. ah, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go check this out. And I was just so impressed by the people in the room and the passion in the room um, and then of course, you know, I can't sit on my hands. I got to raise my hand and say something. Yeah. <laughs> and by doing that, it was like, okay, here's a guy that should probably serve on our board at some point. Yep. <laughs> I do yeah. Yeah. And you so. told us no several times, but you're, you're very passionate. And that is when I met you at, yeah. uh, one of, one of the, the last hit the hill events that we had. And uh, I believe that was 2019. And I think so. Yeah. 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 yeah, we kept trying to get you to serve on the board because you're so passionate and you're you're a doer. You know, you care about our profession and you're you're very well connected in your region. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I I love meeting people. I love meeting people that do what we do and talking to them. That's mm-hmm. kind of the whole reason I do the show here, just to, to introduce the people to other investigators around the country or essentially around the world too, because we've had some international guests. And just, you know, understanding how to do certain things and, um, you know, building that network because it, it, it is so important. You say faces get cases that that's true. Uh, but it, those relationships that you build um, going to these events or, or participating in listservs and things like that, you're, you're only as good as your resources. Right. So, yeah. you know, it, it, it's so important to be a part of that. It's so important to support organizations like NCISS and understanding exactly what they do. Because I, I don't think that, well, I think there's a lot of investigators in our industry that don't really understand the importance of NCISS and, and the, the importance of, of having somebody having your back um, with all the rules and laws that are, that are out there. So um, what's yeah. been your experience so far serving on the board? Some of the things that you've seen happen. 
Yeah. So I've seen a lot of things that have been threatened Mm -hmm. that, um, that could potentially change people's careers and how they do business. And, um, I think it's really important people just investigators, security professionals, they don't realize how close they are to losing how they do their, their profession, you know, in an instant. And they, um, if they're not part of their state and uh, national association like NCISS, then they could lose something as simple as being able to use GPS in their state. And that was uh, one of the first things I encountered uh, when I first became the region director in, in uh, region five is Utah uh, had a bill that was threatening to take their GPS usage away. Right. And there were not going to be any exceptions. It was only going to be for law enforcement. And um, NCISS wrote uh, a great letter and we rallied a bunch of investigators and security professionals to write letters, um, you know, to, to, uh, to get an exception. And of course there's great people on the ground in Utah that were, you know, advocating for it. So that was, my very first experience with the people were going to have a serious impact on their profession, how they do legitimate business. You know, it's not, it's not scary or they're doing something improperly. They're perhaps following a a claimant who has an insurance claim and the insurance company wants to know, is this person really injured? And, um, some areas are remote and they're hard to set up as far as investigators go and the use of GPS help us safely know when, when people are moving into an area where we can better see, you know, um, how they're acting and moving. And, you know, our job as investigators is just to report facts. And if, if somebody is, moving or not able to move, you know, um, that's, that's all we we're doing. So yeah. those tools just help us do our jobs. Oh, and, abso- and absolutely. absolutely. You know, and people don't realize, especially you, know, you come across like election cycles, right? So a politician as they're hitting their election cycle, like what's important mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. He always says what's most important is, is the next term, right. <laughs> Getting reelected. Yeah. Right. And what happens is they, they play into their uh, constituency. Right. Yeah. And they, they throw out these buzzwords and these, you know, fear factor words that are just like, oh, you know, my privacy is so important to me. Yes. This and that. And they play up on it. And and it, it's a lot of rhetoric. Right. So there are people mm-hmm. writing speeches for them. They're saying things they don't really understand the behind the scenes that go into it. And that's why like NCISS is so important because you have people that actually take meetings with these officials and and you know we always say like the best people to meet with is not actually the congressman the senator or all that no yeah. you want to meet with their communications director the person who's mm-hmm. writing those speeches person who's pushing the agenda the the person who that politician is leaning on to make the decision for them is really who you yeah. want to talk to and yeah. um you know understanding that that what we do can be um i guess parlayed in a way that that it's very frightening to folks, right? It can be, oh, yeah. you know, this investigator has access to too much information and things like that. And, um, you know, having an organization like NCISS is so important because 
you know, we're able to shed light on this stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. And definitely, um, you know, and, and you touched on something else I was thinking of with data privacy. Um, it's real important for us to, uh, you know, some states we have better access to records, some states we don't, you know, for example, in Arizona, we have access to people's uh, photos, their driver license photos. Right. Well, that helps us know if you're following somebody like me named Christina Thomas, uh, that helps you know what she looks like. If you can't find her on social media, you want to make sure you're following the right Christina Thomas or serving, um, right? Serving the right Christina Thomas. Serving the right yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you get people that say, oh, that's not me. Well, how do you know? But, um, you know, the data privacy stuff really helps us make sure we've got the right person. And we're not saying, you know, there is a Christina Thomas in Maricopa County, Arizona. It's a yeah. criminal and it's not me. Yeah. You sure about that? <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Don't they have like work camps out there in Arizona. You sure, you sure I mean, on some, some farm doing some work. <laughs> that's my story. It's not me. Right. <laughs> but, um, crazy sheriff you know. out there making people do hard labor. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he's no longer our sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, I think I studied that guy when I was in college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The hardest sheriff in America or something. But yeah, yeah he, like, he was voted like. out a, a few years ago. <laughs> um, well, this is a good part to take a break here. I think okay. we're, we'll uh, we'll take a, a break, let the sponsors um, kick in, and then we'll do a, a reset on this. Because I, I do want to continue to um, you know dive into um, the whole purpose of NCISS and just you know people understanding how important it is and, and some of the things that are um, on the horizon that, that could be an issue that um, your organizations keep an eye on. So everybody sit tight and we'll be right back. Are you a member of NCISS? Do you know what this great organization does? The National Council of Investigation and Security Services was formed in 1975 to keep a watchful eye on legislation that affects our industry. Now more than ever, there are data privacy and DMV issues popping up all over the country. Consider joining and supporting this much-needed watchdog for our industry. Learn more at NCISS.org. Check out the PI Institute of Education at PIinstitute.com. Since 1989, Kelly Riddle has been teaching on subjects such as surveillance, nursing home investigations, insurance fraud, domestic investigations, hidden assets, and accident scene investigations. The PI Institute of Education is a featured learning partner in the investigatorstoolbox.com. So check out the free content on the site, then visit the Institute for more great savings on additional classes. Looking for an insurance agent that puts you first? Every PI business is different. That's why OREP Insurance can shop multiple markets to ensure you get the best coverage to meet your unique business needs. OREP's model is business by the golden rule, and for over 20 years, they've built their business by putting their clients first. So come enjoy a fast online application and same-day certificates of insurance at OREP.org. OREP has coverage for armed investigators, executive protection, and even has a separate policy for security firms. The application takes less than five minutes, so visit OREP.org today. OREP.org. Check out the latest issue of PI Magazine, available online or via hard copy. Visit PIMagazine.com to learn more. 
And welcome back to PI Perspectives. This is Matt Sperry, your host. Today, we're joined by Tina Thomas. Tina, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Matt. All right. So apparently, you may or may not have served some time in Arizona. <laughs> we're still trying to figure <laughs> that one out. Um, so uh, I, I appreciate you being here and, and jumping on and talking about this. I know we were we were talking about doing this a while ago, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we were able to uh, to get in and do this. So uh, we had covered some of the important things um, in NCISS, and we started talking about data privacy before we uh, got out. And I don't think people realize like how important and how much at threat we are to losing all that information. Um, I mean, it's like when you serve on a board and you start seeing these things back and forth, you're like, oh, my God, this is a real eye opener. Why don't people realize this, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's definitely the, uh, it's it's a challenge to, uh, to to stay on top of that, and there's always things uh, popping up, right? So if you, when you stick your right. finger into the plug of the of the the wall to stop the water from coming out, then you get another leak that's springing up somewhere else, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and like you said, there's always a uh, uh, you know a legislator or senator or somebody here there that you know wants to try to contain the data privacy where. Um, you know, we, we all act very responsibly with the information and, and part of being, finding a good investigator or security professional that is part of their state and, and federal associ associations, um, you know that they are professionals and using the information um, yeah. for legitimate business purposes and we get audited. Yeah. We can get audited. So if, yeah. um, you know, we have to have certain um, we have to have certain things in place to make sure that nobody can just walk into our office and you know get to our data. Everything is locked down. Our office yeah. is locked. Our computers are passcoded, and right. you know we right. protect everybody's information. That's part of what we do. We we are literally protecting the public. Yeah, and and just as the investigators realizing when you're doing research, like don't ever cut and paste. Yeah. <laughs> your reports, you know, that has all that sensitive information on there. You know, people don't realize it. You know, don't turn that report over as an attachment no. that could end no. up as a court exhibit one day, you know, and, and what you're doing is you're, you're just giving ammunition to that politician who's, who's looking mm -hmm. for some fiery rhetoric to yeah. scare people into voting for their agenda. It's, it's really crazy. Yeah. And, and the data sources too, and I know you know this, but the data sources are just a place to start, especially mm -hmm. if you have a common name, Christina Thomas. Uh, a criminal. I can't even imagine <laughs> what would come up with my name in Maricopa County. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, a they know all about those Thomases out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a good investigator takes that information to the next step. You know, they yeah. make sure that the date of birth, the address, the, the age, everything matches. So. Yeah. Yeah, I had a, a funny story. Uh, you're talking about criminal in uh, in Arizona, and I, I don't know if it was your office or you referred me to a guy that that helped me out. Where I had somebody. It was one of these um, these cases a year or two ago where they had uh, the people who served in the military that ha had hearing loss uh, because of uh, not having the right um, ear protection, and mm -hmm. there was a guy who had who had a claim, and he had unfortunately gotten arrested and was locked up in, in jail in Maricopa County. Okay. And I needed somebody to go meet with a guy cause he had to sign off on some releases and things like that. And 
when we got there and it was great because you know i hooked up through you through ncis i threw it out there and, mm -hmm. I, and i believe it was you who responded to me and either again it was your office or somebody you referred me to who yeah. had the credentials and knew how to get into maricopa county and in mm -hmm. prison and, and all that so we got in there yeah. and the, the guy was released like the day before <laughs> and he was like transient you know it's like oh crap oh. how am i going to find this guy now right we needed no idea where he was going and then like maybe i don't know three or four days later i get a call back from the guy and he's like you're still looking for this guy he's like yeah he goes well couldn't help himself and kind of got uh, a violation of parole and he, he's back in prison so <laughs> we were able to go get our documents signed nice. so, yeah, yeah. So it was, a, it was a funny story and it was something where, you know, NCIS has actually helped me get mm -hmm. that job job done. And my client in New York was like, holy crap, like, how did you find this person? How did you do it? You know, made me look like a million bucks. And I'm just like, I yeah. contacts everywhere, you know. Um, yeah, I can't remember if we did that or if I referred you to somebody through Alpine, but. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't remember, got... but it worked out. You know? Yeah, yeah, and, that's good. I'm glad it worked out. See, that's that's a great story. Yeah, and NCIS has definitely pl played a role in that, right? So, yeah, um, you know, one of the the other good parts about it is that the healthy listserv on there, and it is one of the mm -hmm. healthiest, in my opinion, in the industry. Uh, I appreciate that there's not a lot of spam with the same questions yeah. over and over again. People respect that, and the answers are, or the questions are real, and the answers are real too. Yeah, you know, which is yeah. And we're also working on, I want to throw out there too, um, NCSS, uh, Lisa Turley started doing a coffee and conversations yes, yep. and um, her and I are both very passionate about educating our members. And as part of the membership, we do different topics. There's a lot of people who are just one man show um, you know, or maybe a small office and they don't have other people to round table questions with. So, uh, we've done one on ethics about a year ago mm -hmm. and we're getting ready to do another ethics, uh, in yeah. December, which you're going to be a part of that. Oh, who invited this hack to be on that show? <laughs> <That's my question. laughs> so, you know, the, the famous Kitty Haley that yeah. literally wrote the book on ethics okay. and is, yeah you know, one of my idols, mm -hmm. she's going to be on the panel. You're going to be on the panel. George is going to be on the panel. And it's so nice to get different perspectives, yeah. literally about what people, investigators do with different situations. So anyway, okay. we're continuing those. We've yep. got a great lineup of education and coffee and conversations. It's free for the members. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we check with the panelists to see. Sometimes we record them, sometimes we don't. Right. Um, sometimes they don't want to be recorded. But anyway, so we're we very can... excited about that. And I'm carrying that through into, you know, my my term as president. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I, I have no problem with it being recorded as long as George's camera's off. Hey, look at that guy. It's, it's, it's very upsetting. <laughs> so he's got a scowl on his face. He's very oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it's great. I, know, I love all those people. And I'm of the same, you know, background here. Like, I love to talk about things and educate and just, yeah. I, I think there's such a need. Uh, if you look at our industry, the growth rate somewhere around nine, 10%, you know, and that's, that's people, 10% of people that are getting into this industry that really have no instruction on how to do what we right. do. You know, I remember when I first started, it was like, where do I start? <laughs> like, yeah. what do I do? And I, thankfully I had a guy 
who was a mentor to me, I'd worked with mm-hmm. him on my first job out of college and he ended up getting into this industry and he had a successful business at the time. And I called him up and said, Hey, can I shadow you for a couple of days? Cause I just need to, you know, like understand how to, how to do this. And, and I wasn't, it was interesting because I wasn't starting my own business at that particular point. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to work in-house for an attorney. So the attorney wanted me to be his in-house investigator. I was going to be the only guy, like he was my only client because I was yeah. working for him. So it wasn't like competition for this guy. So it was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll show you how to do this stuff. Not knowing five, you know, four and a half years later, I'm starting my own business and I'm in direct yeah. competition. And the, the guy's uh, ex-partner at that point called me up and was like, oh, are you steal my clients? I'm going to come get you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, relax, man. It's New York. There's like 5,000 law firms in New York. I think we're going to be. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say there's an, there's enough work for everybody. Um, I love sharing information. And like you said, there's so many people that get into this industry by accident or, you know, maybe they're former law enforcement and they don't really know rules and how to get things in the private sector. And that's one thing I love is educating people and giving them tools for them to be successful. Because when, when our colleagues are successful and do things professionally and ethically, we're, we're all successful. Yeah. And, you know, if we can head some of that off and, um, and, you know, not help somebody not get into trouble, then we, we all succeed. And there's enough business to go around that I, oh, I can tell people how to do, you know, secrets of asset investigations and, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to, to do work for people in California or Washington state, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm focusing in other states like Arizona. So I tell you, I love going out and going to these conferences and talking about the stuff that I know about and the stuff I consider myself to be a quote unquote expert on allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I, I love getting in front of people and talking and then doing a Q and a after like, I just, you know, that, that free flow back and forth of the questions. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's great. It's great. I mean, I was, I was in Aruba in August, you know, doing something and I was fighting against, you know, the ocean <laughs> People <laughs> going out and like, all right, how many people are going to be in the room listening to me? And how many people are going to skip me? Cause I'm kind of a bore and <laughs> go catch some waves. And, uh, I, I could just say it was like 75 to 80% of the people were in the room, which I appreciate that. That's and, good. Uh, you know, I, I got a couple follow-up emails and questions and, you know, it kind of makes it worthwhile to do it, but mm-hmm. I, I'm of the same ilk, right? You know, like I'm not going to hold close to my vest, how I do stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm an open book, you know, it's yeah. easy. Like, and, and, and nor am I afraid of losing my clients. Like I'm, I'm in yeah. business 18 years and I've built those relationships. So it's not just the work that we do. It's the relationships that you have. Like no, nobody's going to leave you unless you're terrible. If you're terrible, you should probably learn how to get better by attending, yeah. you know, coffee conversations, learn how to learn some ethics and then, then go back. Yeah. To it, right? um, yeah, exactly. So it's, it's good stuff. I, I love that there's been that shift in, uh, in the industry and, and all that. And uh, also uh, kudos to NCISS for their website uh, up, upgrade. I mean, it's great. Um, yeah. And yeah, self- looks- selfishly, I love the stuff on the back end that helps the regional directors do their job a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's been, I mean, it's a difficult transition for some, but um, I think it looks great and it's just really brought NCSS up to date. And I think it's helped members find things better. Um, And I think the listserv has been better too, especially 
there's, you know, a listserv for the members. There's a listserv for people who um, are on the board and, and things like that. And it's nice because you don't just get spammed with everything. And right. um, I've I found it really uh, much better than the other. Um, I think it was uh, click member clicks or something is what it was called oh, before. Yeah. Yeah, and now yeah. it's club express. So, right. Yeah. It's been a great transition. And, um, I know that was one thing that Wes Bearden really wanted to get done in his term. And I think it looks great. Yeah. Uh, Wes is great. Lisa's great. I mean, even in, before that, Andrea, like it, it's yeah, the leadership and the people that are involved in this association, you know, folks like Francie Kaler is another one, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, these are people that love our industry and they love yeah. do what we do. And you know, like guys like Wes has like such history with his dad being, you know, a PI before and yeah, you know, it, it's, um, man, I, even I'm thinking Brad Duffy, you know, was another guy, yeah. you know, sitting in the room and I don't even know Brad that well, but man, I was like, I'm in the room with him. I'm like, who is this cat? I know. <laughs> this guy, I know. Like, knows this stuff. So my first board meeting, I, I met some of the industry greats. I mean, in my, in my opinion, and, and I was, just so very excited to be in the same room with so many people that have been doing this even much longer than I've been doing it. And I I've been doing it for 20 some years. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that was so impressive to me was the, um, debate (laughs) that was going on at the time between some members and the respect Uh that they had for one another. Um, in disagreeing on things, uh, because mm-hmm. that's always a toughy subject, you know, tough subject. I, I've served on boards where folks, you know, don't have that respect for one another. And then yeah. you have bulldogs that are just, you know, bulldozing their way through their agendas and, and all this other stuff. And to me, it's like, that's why, like, when I was asked to serve on the board, I was like, well, you know, I'm doing a lot of stuff as it is. And my wife always says like, okay, so what are you giving up? <laughs> like, you're going to take this on? <laughs> yeah. What are you prepared to give up? You know? Um, yeah. That's, so, that's why I'm only on one board at a time. You yeah. know, they, they wanted me on Alpi, uh, but I've been a volunteer for Alpi for years and years. And um, I always said when I'm done with, when I'm done with NCISS, I'll serve on Alpi, but yeah, but you're now, never I, <laughs> now, I, now I've left Arizona, so that's probably not going to happen, but I think I'll still help them. You're going to change the bylaws and make an exception. Yeah. <laughs> and zoom in. Yes. I literally talked to Bob Nallett, the, the Alpi president yesterday and said, Hey, you know, if, if, if I can be a board member from Ohio, then, you know, I'll do right. that. Well, I guess but, does, does Ohio have its own association or no? Yeah, they do. And I, I plan on getting involved, but um, <laughs> here, here you go. <laughs> I know they, I know. Um, so part of NJSS is we have a legislative advisory board. Mm-hmm. And so it's our lab is what we call it. And sure. we have uh, meetings. So this, the presidents or legislative um, board members can join it. And we all talk about what's going on in each state and, um, uh, Ted Owens from Ohio was on talking about different things in Ohio and they've, they've got something here that's threatening the GPS usage here as well. Um, but anyway, one of the things he mentioned was growing the Ohio association. So I've got some ideas, you know, if, if they want to hear them, then I'm happy to help. I, I love volunteering. I've, uh, 
you know, um, Sabrosa has been great at supporting me and, and all of my, okay, I'm going to help Alpine. I'm going to help NCSS and, yeah. um, you know, Dan Perez has been great and just, okay, what do you need? All right, do it. You know, um, that's so great. That's great. my yeah. next venture is going to be helping. <laughs> oh, maybe if they made you an owner, you know, <laughs> you'd stick around a little more, who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it's great. It's great serving and, and doing all this stuff. I know, um, yeah. you know, that, that was the other thing that I, I had to learn when I got to NCISS was that not every state has a lobbyist. So we have one right. in New York. And, it, and to me, it's like I always thought, oh, just talk to the lobbyist, right? That's what they're there for. That's what we're paying them for, you know, like, but not every state has that. <laughs> and so right. it's like you need that extra push on things. And yeah. even like there are issues in New York where, you know, not only do we have our lobbyists, but we're going to need help from, you know, down in Washington as well on, on some issues. Uh, we just had a yeah. crazy election here uh, where the the son of a private investigator was actually running for governor and he, he almost won, uh, oh, which, wow. was, okay. which was cool. Yeah. And, and he's a Republican and New York is a, you know, staunchly democratic state. Uh, but man, it was close. It was like under 300,000 votes. Um, okay. He did a really, really good job. And, and, you know, I met the guy years ago at a, at an Aldenese event. So I was like kind of rooting for him. And, and I knew if he won, like that would be really good for Aldenese because, yeah. you know, it's like you're getting the ear of, um, of the governor through, you know, his dad who is a PI or whatever, like it, it would work yeah. out. Wasn't That's meant to pretty be. cool. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. I think we're going to wind down here. Uh, Tina, this is great. Thank you so much for coming on. And um, I, I want to just speak real quickly to folks that are listening. If you're a, a private investigator or security professional and you are not part of NCISS, you need to like wake up and get with the program and, and go visit this website and really consider joining. It's not a big ask for the membership, but it goes a really long way in doing what we do. Do you like being in business? Do you like doing research? Do you like having the ability to put food on your table, like these things are important. If we lose the right to do our research, if we lose the right to earn a living, there's nothing we can do about it if, we, if we're not investing in that, right? So if, we, if we're investing in our lobbies and, and uh, you know, our associations that are going to look after us and get our backs, you know, there's a better chance that that's not going to happen. And we've seen it happen. You know, it definitely works. So if you're not a member, uh, you need to really consider what you're doing. It's, it's 175 bucks uh, for the year. If you're a member of Investigators Toolbox, you save the $25 application fee. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I really highly recommend it. So I'm talking to you people out there. Get with the program. <laughs> Tina, tell them where the, uh, where the website is, where they can go check it out. Yeah, the NCSS website is uh, ncisss.org. And I believe there's an application on there and just ask you some basic questions about you, your background, your, your business. And it's, you know, a pretty, pretty seamless process. So um, we'd love to have more, more members, of course. And it's really just the insurance policy you hope you never need, but exactly. really um, there's so many benefits for joining NCSS. I mean, You've got the listserv, you've got free education, some of our education, you know, you, you would pay to, to learn how to do some of these things anyway. Right. It's a write-off to the, uh, the membership. Yeah. So you gotta do We've it. got a discount through, um, office max and office depot. Some people use it for copying and 
and office supplies. I've heard people say that that pays for their membership. So um, there's so many, I'm sure I'm forgetting other um, benefits, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, I've been a part of it since I think 2006. So it's Mm -hmm. honestly one of the greatest investments that I've done in my career. Yeah. It's, it's so important. We got to be able to protect our ability to do what we do. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's, it's a no brainer. So um, Tina, again, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it was great chatting about this stuff. And, uh, you know, people will realize that we do this topic, you know, a few times a year. Like, that's how important it is, I think, to to get on and talk about this stuff. Uh, people yeah. just realize, you know, that you got to do this stuff. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, we'll check everybody out next week on the next show. Take care. Thank you, man. Thank you, Tina, for jumping on. Please consider Matt's call to action and check out NCISS. It's important to support this nonprofit. Also, we want to thank CrossTracks, PI Institute of Education, OREP, and NCISS for sponsoring the show. Please support our great supporters. Have you thought about joining InvestigatorsToolbox.com? Now's the time to get on board and join the fastest-growing digital community for investigative professionals. Just use code PIP201836 to save 10% when you do join. And if you have a question or a comment about the show, email Matt at MatthewS at SatellitePI.com. You can also find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We'd like your feedback to bring you the best shows possible in the future, and we'll be back next week with a new show. So make sure you tune in and stay safe out there.